millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. One, two, three, four. Come join us on this trip. No, more like journey. We're throwing out the script. We don't charge a Recording. I am recording. Sorry, recording. Welcome to Itching Scratchland, where nothing can possibly, possibly go wrong. <laughs> you fucked up the fuck up. <laughs> that's the first thing that's ever gone wrong. <laughs> oh shit! Fuck, that was so good. Look, right, look, look. That. As it uh, for an apology for my fuck up, here's two free tickets to Itching Scratchland. There are five nice. of us. Here are two <laughs> free tickets to Itching Scratchland. That's better. <laughs> you were supposed to say there were five of us. <laughs> you let I'm me down. Still, we, still have, we still haven't counted in. Fuck counting in. We're here now. All right. You're going to have to find a way to edit this, bro. Like, <laughs> you no, son let's do you counting. Fuck it. You need it. That's what she All said. Right. <laughs> All right. Ready? One. Two, three. That was clean. Nice. That was clean. Uh, so, if you haven't already guessed, we back, baby! <laughs> we back! We are back! <laughs> we are back! Fuck you, copyright. <laughs> We're too small to be copyrighted. Who gives a shit what we do? That's the beauty of being True. a podcast that, like, I'm pretty sure I can count the number of listeners on two hands. <laughs> hey, for now, yo, I didn't want to say anything, but we're getting pretty close to that two two hundred. Oh, really? Two hundred unique listeners? Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, two hundred listens overall. Oh, uh, two hundred listens. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. I mean, still, it's little know. goals. It's little goals. You know, you yeah. know I'm, I'm I have fun making this, and whoever have whoever has fun listening to it, just know that me and Sebastian. Think you're weird that you're still here. Um. <laughs> Honestly, what are you doing with your life? Why are we still in? Why are we still in your ears? But you're here, and we're doing a show, so let's 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 get to it. It's funny. It'd be funny if the the at the end of the world, you know, someone's like, oh, you know, what what did the world have to offer? And someone listens to freeballing of all things. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Just. It was so amazing how quick it was just fuck. I, I didn't even there was no hesitation. That's just the response. 
if we are the representation of the human race, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I just I just want to let everyone know that the beer I'm drinking today, because of course I'm drinking beer, um, as as one does. It's crisp and fruity, giggity, English nice. premium lager with champagne yeast. Champagne now, yeast. Champagne yeast isn't a thing. Uh, it, I guess no, cham- it, champagne is cha- champagne is a province in France. That's why champagne is what it's called. It's just sparkling yeah. wine from that area mm-hmm. of France, calling it champagne. So if you yeah, have yeah. like champagne from Australia, it's like no, you don't. It's sparkling wine from Australia. <laughs> I don't know about you. So like, then... Australia is a big place, but I don't think there's a place yeah. called champagne in Australia. So then, is do you think it's just the yeast comes from that region? Why would a place so famous for like something that used to sponsor the Oscars is making uh-huh. yeast for Curious Brew beer? Subsidiaries, bro. That's how it goes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Also, uh, the few things have happened whilst we're away. Um, yeah, a couple. A couple of things. One of the things I, you know, stayed up till two o'clock in the morning that absolutely pained me. The fucking Rams decided to go ahead and win the Super Bowl annoyingly. They did. They really did, didn't they? Fucking A. <laughs> it was a great I, game. And in all, in all honesty, as much game. as I wanted to come into this podcast today and be like like I was on Instagram, if anyone reads, if anyone listens to the podcast and is on my Instagram, you know I was a bit vocal because someone had a few too many drinks. <laughs> I blame the jalapenos on the pizza, bro. I was <sighs> all the that's all fair. the all the fucking game, like because we ordered oh, yeah, pizza no, that's, before that's before totally the football. We woke up that morning and we were like, oh, what well, you know, what we're having for dinner? I was like, it's Super Bowl. We're ordering pizza. I'm gonna need some <laughs> snacks to take me Dude, through I, to two o'clock I, in the morning. <laughs> I too had in, indulged in pizza. Oh, nice, nice. That's fucking, real, that's real, amazing. real quick. Four toppings on a pizza. What are they? Go. Four toppings. Uh, it's pepperoni Jala- sausage, uh, meat, mushrooms. Jala- jalapenos, mushrooms, if I can, anchovies, and spicy beef. Bell peppers. I think those are my four. Nice. Two, two meats, two veg. feel like it evens out. That's good shit. But yes, um, as much as I wanted to come in today and to shit on the Rams, like all honesty, I knew the Rams were going to win as soon as I saw the footage of Joe Burrow walking in in some Cam Newton-designed suit that just made him look like a right twat. He looked like such a douchebag. He did, and Matthew Stafford then comes in, and he's in his shirt and his jeans, and he's ready to fucking play some football. Oh, yeah. You know Burrow spent more time that morning deciding what he was going to wear, or like, you know, a, a big chunk of time before the Super Bowl, where he should be mentally preparing, he was preparing his fucking suit. Whereas Matthew Stafford was like, shirt jeans probably walked from his house to the fucking stadium because he probably lives around the corner i would <laughs> but yeah, yeah and he's just like matthew stafford is so down to earth cooper cup is yeah. so down to earth aaron donald like as much as i hate him for sacking wilson a million times in a season just every player in the rams seems to have their head switched on into like human decency and you just don't mm-hmm. see that in sports these days, especially when there's a football player over here in England being done for a video in which he like he, he's kicking his cat 
Like, he literally smacks the cat out of his son's hands and he's kicking his cat. And here's the fucking kicker. Him and his wife... The kicker? Yeah. Here's the kicker, pun intended. (laughs) It's good! It's really not good. Him and his wife... Him and his wife give Uh money to, like, cat sanctuary foundations. (laughs) And he's being done for animal cruelty on cats. I hear Bender, no longer voiced by John DiMaggio, by the way, just saying, now that is irony. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe Futurama's coming back. It shouldn't come back without John DiMaggio. It really shouldn't. Like, the fact that they're even considering it, it's like, Jesus Christ, guys. It's because he he knows how much he means to the show. He knows his yeah. worth, whereas Billy West is probably just thankful for a fucking paycheck. So is um, Katie uh, Katie Seagal, um, Sagal Sa- uh, Seagal. I can't. I can. I have no idea how to pronounce yeah. her, her like, last name. Kate, you know, the voice of Leela, and also, <laughs> and isn't it also Spinelli from Recess? No, Spinelli's mom, maybe. Possibly, she was also married. Possibly. To Married with children, yeah. Um, but yeah, what what the what the fuck ever. Like, no one gives a shit about those characters. Like, as pivotal as Leela and Fry are to the show, you mentioned Futurama, someone will hit you with a it's Bender, Bender quote. It's Bender. Remember me! <laughs> I will. <laughs> I'm watching Futurama after this. Fuck it. Classic Futurama. It's there on Disney Plus for us to see until the end of time. Fucking A. Yeah, um, oh, and then, uh, oh yeah, just a little thing. World War Three is happening tomorrow, Sebastian. Yeah. The Russians yeah. are just, the Russians woke up and was like, you know what? With COVID ending and everything else being okay, let's fuck some shit up. It had to be the Russians, right? It had to be the Russians, but like... I feel like it just had to. Here's my theory. Russia will invade Ukraine, China will invade Taiwan, and North Korea will invade South Korea. China, so just... China, and North Korea will will expect like will respect the sort of power move that yeah, yeah, yeah. Russia's done. They'll form their own sort of anti-NATO alliance, probably called you know, communists for life or some shit. Bandit life, <laughs> where you've got fucking old BJ and JB. <laughs> For fuck's sake, you got the fucking in the fucking kindergarten just looking around going. Feud. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough fucking news. Uh, I think it's uh, should time we get to... into why we've been why we've been away. Oh, actually, like, yeah, we don't want to get on with the show just yet. Show. We want to tell these motherfuckers. Yes, our listeners mm-hmm. have been nicknamed motherfuckers because hopefully that's what you're doing. Um, wait, no, not gonna touch that one. Right, so what we've been doing? <laughs> I was like. Well, we were away. We were away for so long because Sebastian decided that him and his production company need to film in bloody but fuck nowhere America. <laughs> it honestly felt like that. So I was in I was in Rochester, mm. New York, and Amarillo, Texas. And it was fucking night and day man like my I, I, i'm pretty sure my immune system got fucked by how drastically the weather changes 
Oh really? Like, I landed I landed in Rochester and it was just blankets of snow. Oh Jesus. Like at first I was like, Holy shit. Look at I all the white privilege. <laughs> it's like it's so crazy. It's so white. Like that's fucking nuts. And then like It's like being at the Oscars. After, <laughs> like the day after I was just like, God damn, I'm so over the snow. <laughs> Yeah, that's what like, usually I, happens. Even the snow gets like, bored of the snow. That's why it turns into slush. <laughs> and then, so from there, went to Amarillo, which is cold, but it was like sun out. You know, there wasn't snow or anything like that. Apparently, we had just missed the snow. And then coming back to LA to like 90 degree weather was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the oh, fuck is going on? <laughs> I, I just, I don't. I don't know, man. I just I didn't understand it. But it was just as soon as Oh fuck, dude. Okay. So the worst part of the fucking airplanes. So because of my um my mutation, for those who don't know, I'm a mutant. I have a blood condition and stuff. So and that's like You're part of the X-Men, bro? That's that's fucking tubular. It should be. <laughs> fuck it should be. <laughs> so because of that, I can't take long flights. Like flights mm. longer than six or seven hours, I have to speak to a doctor and get like an injection or something says he flying nine but hours to the uk this summer it's that's great <laughs> and then 11 hours and on the way like, back fuck me okay so <laughs> <laughs> so the way we have it set up in the travel plans it's a bunch of different flights with stops and stuff and layovers mm. so i ended up going from here to detroit detroit to new york new york to charlotte north carolina Charlotte to Dallas, Texas, Dallas to Amarillo, Amarillo to Denver, Denver to LA. You're like the Ryan Fitzpatrick of the film industry. I was just all over the fucking place, dude. It was (laughs) such a trip. But then it was like all the flights were, were, were fine and, you know, there was turbulence and stuff and I got nervous. But the worst fucking moment was coming into LA. Mm. We're, we're landing and you, you know, you can hear the, the landing gear come out and, we're like, we're about to touch the tarmac. I know this. And then all of a sudden, the fucking pilot just decides to drop the plane out of the air onto the tarmac. Not like descend into it. No, just fucking flat fall. I was like, everyone on the plane was losing their shit. Like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and the whole time, I was just like, thank fuck. I, at least this at least happened in LA. I would have been so screwed mentally for the rest of the fucking trip if it had happened earlier. Oh, like me when I was coming home from LA to the UK during my trip. Yeah, I I, I remember telling everyone just like we were um, we were sort of halfway through the flight. I was sleeping, and I like I'd lost my breath. There was like just this sort of drop. I mean, like drop. This isn't turbulence. The plane just went. There were like I I I could hear the um. I don't want to really be mean, um, but you know the people not around my seats screaming, um, <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? I'm just I'm just gonna go back to bed. <laughs> Fuck. So yeah, that's what I was up to. What were you up to, dude? I knew I know you've got some. Yes, so I've been, uh, I'm getting ready to film um, probably the biggest project of my life right now um, in in March. 
of which the actor we were excited to have, um, an ex-Doctor Who actor, um, decided that he needed to be at Comic-Con the weekend we were filming. So we changed dates for him. Mm-hmm. And then apparently Comic-Con realised we changed dates and was like, oh, no, 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 that can't happen. Let's change our dates too. So the agent then had the gall, the the, like, the cajones, the, the huevos, should I say, to then say, oh, are the old dates available? I, I've never been so close in an email to type absolutely fucking not. <laughs> and ever since we've been struggling to find a lead actor, but, you know, if we, like, we literally had this guy between two pieces of bread. Like, he was trying to, he wanted to be a part of this, so he's lost out, and we're, you know, yeah. we're, we're in contact with about 20 of the biggest actors in British TV. Nice. Like I, nice, I could nice. like I don't really want to be that dick and you know sort of name drop any people like you know no one's confirmed yet, but um, mm-hmm. I know some people in England who listen to the podcast. I could ro- rattle off some names, and they'd be like, "Yo, fucking what?" Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Like like what one of them rec- like one of them did to um one of them like sort of tentatively passed this morning, but like the mm-hmm. way they passed, they said, "Oh, um, if this was a feature." Then, then yeah, and I was like, "Boom! Here's the synopsis for a feature. Give it to him." And like the the director and me was like, "Do you really want to be like? Do you really want to swing that much dick?" I was like, "Yeah, why? Because it's like you know the casting director was um sort of got back to us after we said it's like, hey, can you know can we fight for him? It's like, what do you mean? Like, you know, we have a synopsis for a feature. Like, you know, as a writer, I." I need to be able to do do these things on the cuff. Like, yeah. if you have a short film, always have the bigger idea in mind. You never know what questions yeah. you might be asked by someone in an elevator, that kind of thing. Always be ready for an elevator pitch. That's my, yeah. you know, that's something to live by in this industry. Um, <clears throat> and the, the, the cash director goes, it's probably a polite way of passing. But I was like, yeah, but, you know, don't add, don't backhand me with a question I can fucking answer, bro. Like, <laughs> I will stand. I you know I will stand up and go, yo, fuck you. If you want to fucking pass, just fucking pass. Don't 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 get me hard and then not make me come. Like for fuck's sake. <laughs> and speaking of coming, there was probably a lot of that being done this weekend because it was also Valentine's. And here's the episode, everybody. And how fucking good was that segue? God damn! This the, the not, last the last little bit of this that. beer is gonna be fucking delicious. Not like I've had enough over the last couple of days. But this hey, bro, how's the pale ale? <laughs> hey, Stifler, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Regurgitation. <laughs> I know that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this uh, oh, over the last weekend, most people whom I know, and probably whom you know, whom mm-hmm. how fucking. How fucking posh am I? Theater. Whom? Whom? <laughs> Whoopst. Whoopst. Am I talking to you? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so uh, this past weekend, wow, well, you went yes- somewhere. <laughs> y- yesterday was uh, Valentine's, mm-hmm. which is the Valentine's uh, is coming gone. The the hallmark holiday designed around love, but what mm-hmm. better to 
like you know drink beer through the tears on valentine's than watching a rom-com about people who have something that i will never have which is love and consistent sex um i'm right there with you yeah 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 those <laughs> yep uh, yeah i used a lot of tissues um so <laughs> but the thing so today's episode is going to be all Wait, about rom-coms for, for tears or for going to town on yourself both bro Two boxes, two different tiers. Um, dick that's, tiers that's and so you know, man tiers. Um, <laughs> dick vomit. Um, <laughs> Christ. But if you haven't already realised, today's episode is going to be all about rom-coms, our favourites, you know, ones that are a little bit, you know, risky with the boobage and, you know, penis because, you know, there's more penis these days in movies than there is boobs. Where's That's my Where's my nudity equality? I mean, come on. It's like it's, I I'm, I'm, I'm telling people to watch Euphoria. They watch the first five minutes and then they send me a text and it's like, bro, am I watching the right thing? Yes, you're watching the right thing. Like, <laughs> I, f I forget that season one starts with a locker room full of dick. <laughs> High, high school dick, which is like this is this feels wrong. This feels really wrong. Yeah. But if you aren't, if you aren't, holy fuck, the second season of Euphoria is like it's probably intense. like so that good. and Reacher right now are some of the best things on TV. Um, mm -hmm. Reacher, fucking my boy Fad from Blue Mountain State, yep, is literally showing Tom Cruise how to fucking act. You can literally read the first chapter. Of the Killing Floor that the first season of Reacher's based off, and it's mm -hmm. it's the it's the book visualized. But yes, today's okay. episode is all about rom coms, um, and by definition, uh, they define love, uh, whatever the fuck love means for a generation. Um, anyone can watch and enjoy uh, rom coms. Yeah, anyone can watch and enjoy any movies, but rom coms for different age range, different generations, they hit different. This is why you're not going to be hearing from me and Sebastian in particular rom-coms, you know, before 1994, maybe, I would say. Mm -hmm. Like, those rom-coms yeah. weren't made for us. We can watch them and, you know, have, you know, so, yeah, these are okay. I can watch these once and say I've seen them for anyone who ever asks, mm -hmm. asks me the question. But love is different between everyone. Love means something different to Sebastian as it does to me. But more so than any other genre, movies of this genre have the ability to tran to transcend time. Say if the aliens were to invade, and they needed proof as to why humanity needed to be saved. Like, you in particular. Like, they come down to see you. They wake you up in the middle of the fucking night. Well, I'll probably still be awake and I'll be like, oh, shit, aliens, this is just one more thing my life has added to me. Cheers, awesome, what's up? And they, you know, say, Ed, you dickhead. Fucking, why do humans need to, you know, why do humans you know, need to be humaning in the fucking universe. I'll be like, all right, you big green motherfucker. Sit down. I'll turn my Xbox on because my room's pretty small. I can fucking just go bing, turn my Xbox on and load up my favorite, load up my favorite rom-com. This is why humans need to be saved because love is a very fucking powerful emotion. Goddamn. Well said. Thank you very much. Hey, these episodes, they need to have meaning, bro. Like, if if we're going to keep doing these listicles, they need to have 
sustenance and meaning behind them. And there's probably more meaning, like ever since like we did the uh, what we're excited for in 2022. This is probably mm-hmm. the most like this is probably the the episode that has most meaning to it. <laughs> Not just yeah. we need something to do this week. <laughs> Which we'll be returning to our regular scheduled program next week. <laughs> but this is our Valentine's Day special. Yeah. So get don't on ex- board. Don't expect any more th- any more of these this year. Well, that's good because there's only, we only celebrate love once a year. Thank fuck. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God damn. All but right, um, so... do you want to hit us with the um, the layout for today's episode, Sebastian? How are we doing? Yeah, this? yeah, 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 yeah. So how this week? This week we're doing uh, favorite teen rom coms, favorite fantasy rom coms. You know, mm-hmm. just any as if there's a science fiction, you know, fantasy element in the rom com. It counts. Mm-hmm. Um, we got R rated rom coms. We got what the fuck rom coms, and these are rom coms whose stories and plot lines are just kind of way the fuck out there, and you're you're just like. Okay, I'll run with it. Wait, and have you changed? Finally... Have you changed cheesy to what the fuck? Yeah, I th- yeah, I told you that's what we were doing. Oh shit! I've got favorite. <laughs> I've got favorite R-rated fancy cheesy and teen. Yeah, no, I sent you changing cheesy to what the fuck. Oh really? Oh shit! I thought you were gonna change teen to what the fuck. No, the way your messages cheesy. look on Snapchat. The last one you <laughs> send was teen. And then you said maybe changing to what the fuck. You can check your Snapchat now, bro. Oh wait. No, no, no. I know because oh, <laughs> that's what you meant. Because when you sent, you prefer. Well, you can tea, do what the fuck, the and I'll do cheese. Because my cheesy one is pretty good. Okay, yeah, that's, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. So wait, do you not have a teen rom com then? I've got no. I've got a teen. I don't have a what the okay, fuck. Okay. 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 I okay, could yeah, I fine. could and find then... one real quick, but my my phone is in use. Duh. <laughs> no, no, I was gonna say you, cheesy is fine, yeah. and uh, obviously, and capping it off with our favorite rom com of all time. Well, mine is actually pretty recent for me. My favorite rom com of all time. Oh, really? Okay. Uh-huh, no, mine, uh-huh. I guess, could be considered a little bit of a classic. Oh, nice, awesome! I look forward to hearing Alrighty. it later. Um, what do you want to start with? <laughs> do you want to start with? I think it's like I do cheese. You do what the fuck. Seems so. We're yeah, not sort of the same start. there. All right. Uh, yeah. Do we want to rock paper scissors? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, listeners, you're just going to have to go with us and who wins here. <laughs> I thought this was pretty funny to do a visual thing and people just have to hear it. But do it close to your mic yep. so people can hear us like sort of jacking yeah. off. Oh Jesus! All right, ready. <laughs> Three. Rock. Paper. Oh, Jesus Christ! Sorry. So, do you want to? Do you do rock paper scissors go? Not three, two, one go. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Rock, paper, scissors, go. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, go. Rock. Scissors. We both did scissors. Right. Okay. <laughs> Scissoring. <laughs> Fuck yeah. All right. You, you do it. Go for Rock, it. Rock, paper, scissors, go. Ha. <laughs> Fuck you. Rock. All right. You go first. Hit me <laughs> right. with that cheesiness. My cheese is the wedding singer. Ooh. Ooh. Good one. It's cheesy Ooh, as fuck, bro. Okay. From start to finish, God this damn. is this literally just has rom com all over it. But I oh, just yeah. I that that cameo from Billy Idol is like <laughs> towards the end of the movie just tips off mm-hmm. that what a great fucking it's movie so is. Good. The music, like the original written music by Adam Sandler, 
like no mm-hmm. fucking less like absolutely oh man i remember when he's going crazy on stage like he's got that one song that he's like the first original song he's written in a while and fucking mm-hmm. um I can't remember. I can't remember the guy's name, but he just comes out, comes out round from the curtains, and just goes, "He's losing his mind," and I'm reaping all the benefits. And he just, oh, John Lovitz! He, he just skulks back behind the curtains, and you never see him again. <laughs> oh, I fucking love John Lovitz, dude. He's so great. But it's like um, Christina Applegate is like, bruh. Mm-hmm. She is fine as hell, dog, in that movie. I thought she was good. I thought she was good in uh, Dodgeball. Is it Christine Applegate? Wait, no. Who's... I think you you just confused because <laughs> so because Christina Applegate isn't in Dodgeball. Who's the? I always get her mixed up. Who's Ben <laughs> so Stiller's in wife? The wedding singer is. I don't know her name. I know who it is. I don't know her name. But it's the sister of the lead girl. Who is in uh-huh. dodge? Who is in dodgeball? Yeah, she is fine as hell, dog. She's like so good. god damn. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just that I yeah I can if I'm feeling down, like you know, and I mm-hmm. I don't know I don't really know what to do with myself. You know, it, it's a reason to get out the fucking VHS for me. I don't even have this movie on DVD or Blu-ray. That's how cheesy this oh. movie is for me. If I wanted uh, to watch this movie tonight, I'd have to, like, we've got a VHS player. Like, that's how old we are in this house. Well, not that's how old we are. It's just respect for the old ways. We'd have to find, <laughs> we'd have to find the fucking VHS, bro. God or if damn, we wanted, so if we did crazy. want to watch it, we'd probably just go on Amazon and fucking download it because that's easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, Adam Sandler in this movie is great. The supporting cast is great. The story is mm-hmm. is feel good that you need from a rom com, and Steve Buscemi is awesome. Fucking Steve Buscemi, <laughs> meant to do no wrong. It's the, it's the Reading singer. Ah, <laughs> I can quote oh. that. I can quote this movie for days, bro. Ugh. So, what is your what the fuck? So my what the fuck is Zach and Miri make a porno. You needed another, basically an R-rated plus one, didn't you, bro? Like you already had your R-rated movie, so it's like crap. I still need to fit Zach and Miri make a porno into this. Fuck, I've got what the fuck. (laughs) It was something that I kind of wanted to bring up, and this is such a good place to bring it up. And when I was prepping for this episode, I didn't realize how many of the fucking rom-coms that i really genuinely enjoy are r-rated oh same i think all of mine are 15 <laughs> 15 rated and above in this country so i think a so pg-13 and above for you so i was like how, how is that? it made no sense how am i gonna pick r-rated so i was like okay no i can pick it r-rated overall r-rated and then obviously these fit in the other genre in the other category so i was like okay i'm okay but jesus christ i i think mm. Honestly, save for one of my the movies that I've picked, all of the movies are rated R. <laughs> there was I couldn't get around it. I was just like, "Fuck!" I was so annoyed. But for what the fuck? It is Zach and Miri making porno. I think this is the first and only collaboration between Seth Rogen and Kevin Smith. I honestly don't think we need another one just because of where Seth Rogen is right now. His yeah. 
fucking crazy. Like, <clears throat> just if you haven't seen Pam and Tommy, oh, fucking watch Pam and Tommy. It's so good. Pam and Tommy is. I wasn't expecting like the story I got. I wasn't expecting to cry at the end of the last episode. Fuck, dude. I wasn't. I honestly, I wasn't. I was not expecting to kind of symp- start to sympathize with the guy who stole their sex tape. I sympathize with the guy how... who stole their sex tape, and I sympathize with Pam as well. Yeah. And even though this show is made without her consent somehow. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, every every episode, there's, like, there's people boycotting it on Twitter, saying, why a show, why a show basically about Pamela, and like, the biggest thing in Pamela Anderson's yeah. life has been made without yeah. her consent or without her... You know, I, I mean, probably without her even being paid, has yeah. been made. It's to, it's just a bit weird, but I think those people aren't really watching the show because this the show isn't like it isn't defaming uh, no. Pam Pam or Tommy at all. It's actually sort of you know one mis- you know it's just one mistake, you know, mm-hmm. really sort of backfired on them, and I think yeah. no one really understood sort of what was happening in their lives, what was happening, you know. Had the, mm-hmm. the struggles they were going through, like especially Pamela Anderson, like the insight to like her life. Uh, I don't know how mm-hmm. accurate it is like from the show because you know without her consent, how do you know anything's true? But yeah. the way the show is sort of designed around Pamela is like holy shit! Like no one fucking deserves this, and it's yeah no, it's it's only gotten worse over the years. Mm-hmm. People getting cancelled, yep. you know, people getting cancelled for you know sending a dick pick when you know they were like a few years from a few years ago some shit it's like i was in love with that woman <laughs> we were in a relationship at the time i'm being cancelled for a dick pick that was entirely in consent like yeah it's it's crazy and it's it's crazy to think now also because i, I feel like one of the unintentional unintentional consequences of this show doing so well is like the resurgence in curiosity oh, yeah. of the tape like mm-hmm. it's it's like I think it was like one of the number one searches on Pornhub for a while after the show debuted, and it was just like, oh wow! Yeah, it did sense. actually cross my mind like how much money like one of the original VHS tapes is probably worth now. Yeah, like it's, I imagine it's quite a bit. Well, there was n- there was nothing more accurate than like Seth Rogen using the internet, and like mm-hmm. it's like oh, how many people are going to use this, and like. Halfway through the episode, there's just that montage of like Seth like taking down like all the names, the you know, mm-hmm. the 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 bank transactions that fucking Ron yeah. Swanson's in control of, like Nick like Nick Offerman in the free like when he's having that threesome when he's made like that all that money, like that was like <laughs> yeah. All I see is Ron Swanson getting <laughs> getting a threesome, bro. Like, Yeah, let's let's stop spoiling the show for the people that haven't watched it. Um, so, all right, let's bring it back to Zach and Mary. So, if Zach you haven't Mary. seen it, the basic premise is two friends are down on their luck, so they decide to make porn together, you know, to pay rent and shit, and then they get people involved. And uh, Katie Morgan, at famous porn star, she's in it too. Mm-hmm. And it's it's one of those movies where it's like it's so fucking far fetched, but because of the work between Seth Rogen and Elizabeth Banks, it it's good. 
I think it's I, I I genuinely think it's it's a funny film. There's some shit that I can do without, pun intended. You know what scene I'm fucking talking about? <laughs> Don't I just it. got frosted. <laughs> I, of all the things, oh, I swear to God, man. I could have done without that fucking scene. And Craig Robinson is amazing in it. Oh, can I get some coffee? Black? <laughs> Can't you see I'm talking? Can't you see we're talking? White. White? <laughs> I, I, I could so, yeah, have also no, done without um, uh, um, Jason Muse's like fucking nine iron of a bloody penis <laughs> the man is packing heat like sheesh oh your like, poor God, wife <laughs> camp counselor David Oh, fucking Deadpool counts. <laughs> the first one. It does. It came out on Valentine's <laughs> Day. <laughs> God damn. Oh, well, All right. So that's, that's what that, the fuck. <laughs> that's my, if I had to choose what the fuck, it would have been Deadpool. If you had to choose a cheesy, what would it have been, dipshit? If I had to choose a cheesy, I would probably go with She's All That. She's all that. Yeah, fair play, fair play. Not seen it myself, but I hear it's it's in there in the you know rom coms of all time. The upper, yeah, the upper echelon. The upper echelon. That's exactly what I was going to say. You took the words right out of my mouth. Um, where are we going to next, uh, brother? I th- I think now we should uh, let's let's take it to the two. Uh, it's so weird. Let's take it to the teens. That's a uh, go to the, the teen rom coms. I love those teens. Wait, I didn't say that. Um, <laughs> I went first last time, so you go first this time. Go on, hit us. All right, take so, me, take me to the so, find, take me to the best places. <laughs> right. So my teen rom com is the girl next door. The girl next door, nice, fair play. And honestly, for me, it's like thinking about it. Like for our generation, this is the ultimate fantasy. Mm-hmm. You, you're you're dating someone you find out she's a fucking porn star obviously there's there's levels to the movie and it touches on you know these these people these performers are people they're you know they're not just you know what sex objects or whatever but it's such a good good fucking wait <laughs> no <laughs> it's on your list just in a different oh, section <laughs> I thought you were going to choose American Pie. <laughs> I didn't. I thought you were. That's why I didn't oh, choose fuck, it. Fuck. <laughs> so American Pie is on anyone's list? As much as that movie means to us? Fuck. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. That's fucking funny. Fuck you. God damn right, so, what's, what's, what's your teen? <laughs> no, you can finish speaking about the girl next door. <laughs> You didn't finish. I'll All let right. you. I'll let you finish. All right. All right. <laughs> That's what she said. I'll let you finish. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> We're all over each other. Oh Christ. Uh, but yeah, like honestly, I love the tail end of the movie when they're making that, you know, that sex ed- sex education sex tape education with porn stars. Yeah. I was like, that makes that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously just. Probably not as much to some people. No. But like, you know, it, it's an industry that, you know, could 
take advantage of that. Why they haven't, I don't fucking know. Yeah, like, 100%, I completely agree with you. It has always crossed my mind as to why, like, I remember watching those horrible sex education tapes, like, at Mm -hmm. the end of um, primary school over here, and sort of the start of secondary school, and I was, uh, like, like, I I was just out of it. I was like, Look, whenever my parents go on fucking holiday, I'm like, I'm watching all these movies I shouldn't be watching. So, and I like, I learn, I learn so much more. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why, te- like, teachers aren't showing like R-rated movies, and like ones that are done with good intentions. Yeah, you can't really yeah. show the forty-year-old version. I know most of these R-rated movies, sort of, and the teen mm-hmm. coming-of-age movies have like. You know, there's a lot of effing and jeffing, but like some of them are done in you know in a really in a in a really smart way that you learn a lot more from movies of, around sex than you do uh, a sc- the school telling you about sex, especially when a teacher like you know a, a Christian a Christian teacher like barely even says the word penis, like they you know they they beat around the bush so to speak. Um, <laughs> it's an episode full of puns, people. Like I just had one teacher that was like, um, so when the um, the man's thing enters the woman's place, uh, I was like, the fuck you talking about? Oh, you mean when he dicks her down? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I'm getting detentions. I'm being told off and shit. And like, you know. The, the the vice principal, whatever you want to call it, comes in to see me. It's like, Ed, like, look. That was pretty funny, but, like, I'm going to have to tell you off. I was like, he fucking gets it. Like, I'm being told off at the same time as the guy telling me off, telling me he fucking gets it. Like, for fuck's sake. Like, it's the last thing, you, the last place you need to learn about sex is from, like, education. And that's what sex education yeah. is about. Yep. yep. It's also Absolutely. good, uh, you know, sex education. It, sh- it should be shown. Like the, the show, sex education should be shown mm-hmm. in school. It's so good. It's so smart. It's written very. It's written so fucking well. Uh, and Big Mouth as well. Yep. Yep. Honestly, I feel like if that would have helped a lot of kids, mm-hmm. like our in our generation, if we had had you know that something like that, but it's like there's literally a, there's literally a line. In a uh, Blink-182 song, for forgive me for not knowing the line, I think going away to college, maybe. If we're fucked mm-hmm. up, you're to blame. And some of us in our generation, millennials, at the edge of Gen X was before us, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So the edge of Gen X, early millennials, we are fucked up because the boomers decided not to like be open with us about anything yep and now they refuse to fuck off because <laughs> you know the world they fucked up was like oh yeah we still need money too well then maybe you shouldn't have fucked up <laughs> yep you know all the corporations being corporation-y <laughs> the more you know Dum dum da dum, G.I. Jose. Um, <laughs> right. So right. what so was your what was that? my my teen rom com? Actually, mine isn't actually R rated here. Mine is Sing okay. Street. Have you Sing seen Street. this? Have you seen this movie? 
I can't. I don't think I have. So it's about a group. It's so it's a little um a little high school boy uh, set in mm-hmm. Ireland, I believe. I've only seen this movie once, but I just remember the effect it had on me. Is um this um this little high school boy sort of trying to impress the um the hottest girl in school um so to speak um and learns that she's into you know she's into singers she's into indie rock so what this kid decides to do is to start a band with with him and his mates and they do yeah. you know they they find a way to film it as well like the bullies get involved as like um actors in it's a good way of like sort of it's just like there's a group mentality between the boys. The like the original music written for the movie is phenomenal. Like I, I remember listening to the soundtrack for a while. Not as much as you listening to In the Heights on Spotify every fucking day. But um Thanks for Thanks for, thanks, thanks for removing me, by the way. <laughs> What's up? Thanks for removing me on Spotify. I removed you on Spotify. Yeah, you've done something to your Spotify where, like, we're no, like, I can no longer see your activity for some strange reason. I because like it happened since we spoke, we spoke about it that one time. I thought you literally uh-huh. went on Spotify. I was like, all right, you lucky turkey, have some of this. And you just like, nah, nah. Oh well, fuck. I literally don't fuck with. I, I don't fuck with any of the profiles. Oh, shit. literally, oh, fuck Spotify then. I thought, I thought you were like, <laughs> I thought I generally upset you. <laughs> nah, you. Fucking bitch. <laughs> listen, <laughs> looking at me when I listen to on Spotify, how about I make fun of you and your folk metal? <laughs> I listen to it a lot and I love it. Um, but I just like, you know what? No, fuck it. I can't, I can't speak enough about Sing Street. Uh, when you're writing the Bible, you may want to omit that last part. My teen rom-com is the spectacular now. I wasn't going to say this movie because I couldn't find evidence online that says this movie is a rom-com. But I'm watching mm-hmm. it, and I think because people, because it sort of undoes most rom com tropes, it sort of mm-hmm. it, it becomes a bit of a romantic drama rather than a comedy. But I'm laughing. Mm-hmm. Miles Teller is hilarious yeah. in this movie, mm-hmm. and it is you know it like the inherent meaning of teen rom coms is coming of age for teens, like the struggles yeah. teens have in sex at the same time of sex it's you know you know education friendships you know like the ever-changing world of relationships you know am i going to be with this girl forever you know if she dumps me like am i laughing stock of the school like miles teller starts mm-hmm. his movie as the popular kid with his girlfriend played by brie larson of all people they split up and miles teller's outcast so as well as like losing his girlfriend he pretty much loses his whole identity and this whole persona of being like the life of the party that he thinks he is, you know, people are just like, oh, you know, you know, you're not the loser we thought you were. And I was like, oh shit, like, you know, I've I've been I've been there. Like, you know, I've had you know, I've had a girlfriend, you know, we went to we went to parties all the time. And I I was, you know, I'm I'm a loud guy, I still am a loud guy. But like there you do go through an inevitable identity crisis when you lose a relationship is like, do I need to change anything about me? Like, am I the problem? Like you want to know the answers to these questions. And in sort of the rebound, he finds Shalene Woodley. Like, I mean, like the cast to this movie and it was impossible to find in the UK for the longest time. But now it's on Disney plus and it's just, ah, Disney was, you know, 
not a fan of its own doings, so it hid it from us. <laughs> I like I think I got this movie eventually back in the day before moving to LA on um iTunes, mm. iTunes movies. Mm, yeah. I need to look through my old okay. iTunes movie account and see what I've see what I've got in there. Fucking <laughs> I've probably, probably repurchased all the movies on there on Amazon now. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think like I just, you know, you can literally Google the spectacular now and like nowhere will say it's a rom-com. But for me, I'm laughing, I'm crying, I'm enjoying it. You know, I love a good teen, teen movie that's, you know, has like sort of, you know, party mentality to it. I'm always looking for a good coming of age party movie. Speaking of which, I yep. hope Licorice Pizza wins Best Picture. Best pi- Pizza, 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 Best Picture at the uh, at the, the BAFTAs. Oscars. No, um, <laughs> the uh, the White Scars. Um, no, yeah. <laughs> oh shit! All right. Uh, is the Oscars being held at their new place they built recently, or is it still the Dolby? The, 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 the museum? I have no idea. Oh, that's strange. Because uh, we never went to the academy when I came over to LA, did we? It was open, mm, but it's. Like, I'm pretty nah. sure tickets are like... You have to book the, in the, advance. Wait, the academy you? museum? Yeah. No, I, I don't think it had opened when you were here. Are you like, sure? Had it. I have, I'm not sure. We never went to SoFi, which didn't make any fucking sense. Yep. There's so many things I need to do. Um, probably, <laughs> probably go back to LA in April and do all the same shit I've been doing every single time I go to LA. <laughs> speak a big game about doing new things go to LA it's like I just want to go play pool and drink some beer um <laughs> right uh, let, well let's get R rated R rated out of the way mine is the girl next door yep. for the exact same reasons why it was Sebastian's teen I feel like I should choose another R rated um yeah no go for it uh so I actually crossed one off I crossed okay. I crossed out my original answer for the girl next door my original mm-hmm. answer was the Silver Linings Playbook. Ooh, good one. Yeah, good I, one. I resonated a lot with this movie. Like, I was, you know, I'm a very angry person, and so is Bradley Cooper in this movie. Um, you know, mm-hmm. ang- anger sort of begets anger. You know, rage begets rage, you know. Yeah. Out of out of doing bad things, bad things happen. You know, and what you need to... How do you counteract bad things? With love, surround bad things with love, and then slowly the bad thing gets, you know, hopefully it gets less. Um, yeah, uh, I think it's a good it's a good lesson to those that are struggling with not only themselves but relationships. I think as like it takes the mentality of a teen movie but brings it to like sort of someone struggling in a midlife crisis, someone who never had mm-hmm. the ability to mature like a normal person through school like how does that person how does that person find love how does that person find love when you know the rest of their the no it's not just them their their whole family's struggling and you know Jennifer yeah. Lawrence is fit as fuck <laughs> yeah, their their whole dancing was pretty intense like and it was good dancing as well yeah it was it was really good yeah like the I, i'm not one i mean I, i'm not one for dancing like i know when i'm watching good dancing because my mum used to dance yeah. and uh, we have i think you have dancing with the stars in america mm-hmm. we have stri- yeah. we have strictly come dancing same thing dancers are paired mm-hmm. with 
dances are paired with celebrities. So, um, yep. And my mum watches it. Like her friends will literally get her tickets to watch the new season. I'm pretty sure because of COVID, like she has two she needs to go to this year, I think. <laughs> and I, I imagine she's very much looking forward to it. So like, you know, my mum and me, like, we, you know, she tells me when she's what, like, why are they dancing the waltz to like salsa music? It doesn't make sense. Whereas she can watch Silver Lines playbook and sort of, you know, I know she resonated very highly with that movie because of how accurate the dancing was. And sort of, it's a good way to sort of find a way to control your rage. I would mm. like to say games help me control my rage, but you know, games just help me get my rage out, which is my problem. Yeah. I, I build it. I build it up. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people sort of complain to me. It's like, Ed, st- you know, stop getting angry at games. They're meant to be fun. I was like, no, like, I've got all this rage, all this anger inside of me. Like, I'm not getting angry at you. I'm not even getting angry at the game. It's just I need to find, I need to you, find a health. I need, I need an outlet. I need to find a healthy way to get this out. Like, I can't, you know, if I yeah. write angry, my ang- my writing will be angry. My writing will be angry. Um, You know, anger is such, in, like, uh, to some low performing actors they say anger is like the easiest motion to portray it's like no it's not it's just what it, you think is the most natural emotion to portray it doesn't make it easy you know ang- yeah. anger is definitely not easy anger is anger is hard anger is abrasive it's corrosive it's it will it will ruin relationships and that's what silver lining playbook tries to say it's like you know the it's love relationship is a, it's always a 50-50 battle and t- you know yeah. and t- you got you got to find that you got to find a way to sort of balance it. you go you know that's what love is that's what a relationship is balance if your anger is this much then you need this much love if your love is you know if your love is this low then bring everything else down so that you know you bring everything up together it's a two-way street no no relationship is built by one person. Damn, my R-rated com- rom-com is probably not as deep as yours. <laughs> What's yours? <laughs> so mine's Friends with Benefits. <laughs> I've not seen this one. I thought yours was going to be Sleeping with Other People. I, th- I thought about it, but I, th- I like this one more just because I feel like it's it's an accurate portrayal of what people, I guess, expect of Friends with Benefits. Because it came out the same, I came out around the same time that the Ashton Kutcher, Natalie Portman, Portman one came out. Mm. And I feel like that one was being too serious. Despite mm. it being a comedy, it was being too serious with, you know, the idea of Friends with Benefits. But, you know, in this one, you have Justin Timberlake and Mila Kunis, who have a lot of chemistry and they work really well together. And it's like, you know, they start off with, well, I, I won't give. I don't want to give away too much, but like, I'll, it it helps me. And that's never stopped us before. Really so if you need to say something, say something. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you haven't seen it. I, I, don't, give sh- I, don't, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Okay, okay, <laughs> just making, making sure. It's so like it, you know, it starts off with them deciding that you know they're going to become fuck buddies because you know they're both single. They both just want to have sex and have fun, and then at one point. Me and the Kunis' character start seeing someone seriously. So then you see the break. So now it's no more benefits, just friends. 
And then, you know, Mila Kunis's relationship ends and she goes to comfort. She, she looks for comfort in Justin Timberlake mm. and he thinks he, she's trying to reignite shit. Yeah. So it's it's touching on all those things that I feel like are very quintessential to a friends with benefits relationship where it's like, OK, can you go back to being friends? You know, if, if you need comfort, can you, you know, can you turn to this person and actually get comforted, you know, emotionally aside from the physical? And, you know, what happens when you decide that this is the person you actually want to be with? You know, you have all this other history and crazy dynamics and stuff. Is it going to work out? So for me, I just feel I like it because it feels like probably the best window into what love and relationships are now. It's how they built. Yeah. You start off as, you as a start off benefits. Fucking. You start, <laughs> yeah. Like how insane is that? Where like now it's sex first, then the relationship. Yeah. It's you're not you're not wrong. I know a few I know a few friends who've started their relationships through through that way, mm-hmm. it's it's madness, and, and that's just how it goes. It's just how it goes now. Uh, I I want to I I I feel like I don't see enough of this, but I just want to be out. I just want to come out there and say Justin Timberlake is an underrated actor. Like I agree. he was not a bad he was not a bad thing about the movie In Time. That was a great premise. Just I think written poorly. He was great mm-hmm. in Social Network. I yeah. I've 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 heard good things about Friends with Benefits, and then he was in uh, Trouble with the Curve. Like the movie was always going to be slated because you know if you're talking baseball movies, you know there's fucking why watch any other baseball movie than Moneyball. But Trouble with the Curve is still pretty good. That's Amy Adams and Clint Eastwood as well. Mm-hmm. You know, that, the guy's got some chops. He's got he's, some chops. He's, he's a... very multi-talented. And I love a good. Like his, his... I love a good multi-talented guy. His music controversy aside, he's a very good actor. There's other people who try to think they're multi-talented who aren't. Machine Gun Kelly. I laugh like a motherfucker when they get backhanded by a big-ass fucking hand in fucking jackass. That was yep. hilarious. I lost my shit. And if you haven't I still, already... I still need to see that. Oh, get your fucking ass to a cinema, bro. Wait, we're, we're waiting for my sister to come down. Ah, oh, okay. She wants to see it with us. Fair play, fair play. Try, um, so there is you, uh, there is a moment where you see Bam. Let me know if you think you see it. Let me and okay. and l- let us know if you think you saw Bam in the new movie. And if you like next week, I'll tell you where he. I'll tell you where he is. Will you have seen it by next week's episode? No. Ah, okay. Well, I won't tell you next week where Bam is. In the movie. <laughs> but let me know when you want to know. Like, don't yeah. don't go- right. don't Google it. Like, let me let me let me tell you where it is. Alright, sounds good. Um, sounds good. Yeah, I think it's fantasy next. Yep, fantasy. I want to go first. I think it's your turn. Yeah, my yeah, turn. yeah, go for it. Palm Springs. No! No, you cannot be serious! Don't nah man, don't do me like that. Uh, it's out of focus. Can you see it? It's out of... Rom com episode. Fantasy. Palm Springs, you son of a bitch! <laughs> right, okay, I'll change. I can change mine again. I can change no, mine again. You change, no, you no, you changed yours last time. I, I'll, I'll change it. I can change mine so easily, though. Yeah, same. Okay, cool. Okay, right. Just if yeah, I had you, to, you if I, ahead. if I had like, just if I had to change, I kind of, I kind of want to mm. see if I piss you off again. Eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. 
No. Okay. Oh, I feel like if we'd done back to back, like <laughs> back to back, um, Scott Pilgrim. No. Okay. Oh, okay. I'll stop trying. I'll stop trying. Pa- spa- okay. Palm Springs. Like the reason yeah. my short film exists is because of Palm Springs. That's how much this rom com means to me. At the same time, when I was watching it, when I was watching this movie, um, like through lockdown last year, this when the movie came out for us. Um, through mm-hmm. lockdown, I, I was I was drinking as much as Adam Sandler was in that movie, and di- like watching this movie sort of helped me sort of see maybe my drinking isn't helping. <laughs> that and other things happened. Um, but yeah, like, <laughs> but like I just the how do you take an overdone style of the Groundhog Groundhog Day style movie? And sort of yeah. make make it fresh. One, you find an answer, and two, you give us characters that are relatable and likable. As good as Groundhog Day is, Bill Murray one isn't a likable person, and two, Bill Murray in that movie isn't a likable person. Awesome, yeah, great, brilliant. He's a bit of a dick. Like he goes he goes out to sort of get his get his own kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. I guess Adam Sandler does in Palm Springs, but like you know. We don't see that bit Wait, of the movie. Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg. Sorry, yeah, Adam Sandler. Yeah. Andy Samberg. Like he does go out to sort of for his own gain at the beginning, but like we see him after that. Whereas Groundhog yeah. Day is about that. Like it takes mm-hmm. so like Palm Springs takes so much from like an overdone mechanic and makes it fresh. It makes it like organic. It's just a it's a really good premise. Like there's. You know, we have no idea about like some of the weird shit that's in the LA desert. It's like you know, something like this could you know, it could possibly happen. Could. Like, yeah, you know, strange shit happens when you're an ayahuasca, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> not that I would know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, you know, um, is it Chris Christine Melotti or Christine? Yeah, I think so. Christine. Uh, I think it's Christine. Christine, Christ, but like she's awesome. She's great. Yeah, she's so great. She 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 plays such like she plays that sort of great blend of like smart, crazy and sexy all combined in into one. And plus she's just a great fucking actress. Like you give yeah. you give her a role and if she resonates with the character, and I think she found a way to sort of you know, even though this isn't sort of an idea on real life, I think she found a way to bring herself into the character, like mm-hmm. especially like the the struggles with love. Like I would hope yeah. an actor would find a way to bring some of themselves into the character. I think that's why they would take these characters, right? Mm-hmm. And then and Andy Samberg, he's like he's you know you can you can watch the motherfucker in anything, but I think yeah. like the the sequences where um, Ed Harris. It's just hunting Andy Samberg, uh, Andy Samberg down. Fuck me, bro. Some of the deaths are f- like they're hilarious. And if you haven't, if you haven't seen it, you know, grab your significant other, grab a couple of beers, order in some food. It's on Amazon Prime for free in my country. Like, I think it's on Hulu for you. Yeah, it's on Hulu. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, just sit down, watch it. It's it's, it's a good time. It's a very good time, and especially if like one of you's like mentioned watching like Groundhog Day or something like that, like um, yeah, um, Before the Fall with um Zoe Duetch is another Groundhog Day kind of movie. Um, that's more of a horror though, but yeah, 
If you if if one of you suggested watching Groundhog Day, watch the better Groundhog Day, Palm Springs. Oh, Palm Springs, yep. Right. So what's so. your what's your backup? <laughs> so my backup, honestly, I don't think you could you would be you'd be able to guess it. It is a Disney film. What the fuck? Yep, yep, yep. Wally. So my no. Ah. Oh. But that would have been good. But no. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Enchanted. Enchanted with um. It is like the live action, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amy yeah. Adams. Amy Adams. Uh, Patrick Dempsey. Mm-hmm. Bloody hell, Patrick Dempsey. So... Where the fuck is he now? Right. <laughs> Last time I like, saw it, him, it's... he was um. Uh-huh. Wasn't he a uh, maid of honor or something? Where he plays a guy, Ooh. but his girl, like the girl he likes, has asked him to be the maid yeah. of honor at a wedding. Yeah, and I was like, "Yep, yeah, I'm never seeing you in a movie again." <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, tell us, tell me about Enchanted. So this is the movie that I that like just put Amy Adams on the map for me, and like for a lot of other people, she's so mm. great. Mm-hmm. And then it's the idea of like. What would it, what would happen if a if a Disney character ended up in the real world in fucking New York of all places? Yeah, like there's a part of me that wants to live in New York, like just to have the you know the experience and the culture of New York as you know a new challenge or whatever. But also, I think about it, I'm like, I also don't want to fucking die. <laughs> and I know what New York is. So you throw someone who has no idea what the fuck this city is. Her first interaction with someone in the movie is with uh, a dwarf. You know, he's in a suit and everything, and he's uh, got a business. He's a business guy. But he, she bumps into him, and she calls him grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, I don't know if that would, joke would fly now, but it was funny as shit. <laughs> and it, again, it's just like, and like, the inverting of, I feel like that's just kind of when Disney started taking shots at itself. Mm-hmm. Because after that, you know, you have other movies where it's doing it, like fucking Frozen. It's like, you can't just fall in love and marry someone you just met. You know, that kind of shit. And then, you know, for that, for this princess character, she's like, you know, got to marry this guy. Don't really know him, but fuck it. This is how it's got to go. Yeah. But no, it's not how that shit works. And then to have her ultimately be the hero at the end of the movie. Rather is, than the damsel. Great. Yeah, great gender flip, and I, it's just a funny movie. The music is catchy as shit. There's like a little chipmunk character that becomes real, and he's like, he was that wise cracking chipmunk thing in the animated world, but here no one really understands him because he's it, a real isn't, animal. Isn't fucking Mo the bad guy, Hank Azria? Uh, no, uh, no, Sarandon. He's um, Hank Azria's the uh, the live action baddie in fucking Smurfs. <laughs> No, the guy, the guy who's like the, the 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 bad guy who follows is he, um, Wormtail from Harry Potter. Wormtail. Wormtail. Peter Pettigrew. Oh, Timothy Spall. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's cool. I think I've only ever yeah, seen yeah. this movie once, and I maybe I've didn't. I, I maybe didn't like it. <laughs> that makes sense. I, I'm sorry. I, I wasn't. Expe- <laughs> I no, no. Like I genuinely was not expecting to enjoy it as much as I I do. But yeah, it, man. You know, it's it's a good backup. Yeah, it's a very good backup, <laughs> and actually, it takes away from a, uh, you know, 
a list full of, you know, alcohol, tits, and penis. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a nice it's a nice little detour. <laughs> Although I would like to see Amy Adams. Uh, so we're going to run to favorite rom-coms now. Um, <laughs> yep. Yep. We've reached the main event. We've reached the climax, was what you were supposed to say, you dipshit. Well, I like main event. Fine. Fine. Fuck I like, I like, I like climaxing. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, you know of mean? course. I you know do too. I'm a you know big mean? fan. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I get the concept. <laughs> I Hades. Um, <laughs> you get the reference, you get the reference. Um, right. Uh, right, bro. Who's going first? I go first. You go first? You go first? You go first? I go first. You go first. I go first, okay. <laughs> Who comes first? <laughs> well, I don't know, Massey. Do you want to... God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big metaphor right. about who goes first right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, coming coming Why? first, as he usually does, is Sebastian. Boom, it's you, mate. Bye. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. Right. So... My favorite rom-com of all time is Fifty First Dates. Fifty First Dates. Wow. I was not expecting this. Fucking Adam Sandler. Because I knew I knew it was going I knew that it was gonna be him. Cause he is the epitome of the guy who shouldn't be a lead in a fucking romantic comedy. Mm. But because he always he usually plays relatively genuine people yeah they work and you you i connect with him more than i would a fucking an ashton kutcher or a patrick dempsey no i connect with this egg-headed motherfucker yeah and 51st states it, it is a trip of a movie the idea of having to make someone fall in love with you every day because she forgets you as soon as she goes to sleep is an interesting you know story wow. device and then also you have fucking Rob Schneider and probably Rob Schneider, roles, <laughs> but it's so fucking funny. There's a scene where Drew Barrymore beats his ass with a bat and it's so fucking amazing. <laughs> but yeah, man, this, this, this is, this is my favorite. I knew that my favorite was going to be a Sandler movie yeah. because I don't know. There's yeah, so fucking many. I low key think he's like the king of the rom-com because that's all he fucking does it's like save for like a handful of projects he's doing rom-coms yeah besides hotel transylvania yeah yeah see <laughs> and little nicky and, and you don't mess with the zohan and little nicky oh, little <laughs> nicky no you can i could, i would qualify those as possible rom-coms because of his, the love what you don't mess with drives. the zohan If you can like accurately convince me that that's a rom com, I won't even tell you my favorite movie. Because <laughs> now you'll be don't mess with the, you don't mess with the Zohan. Like, <laughs> just because there's a love interest in the movie doesn't make it a rom com, bro. But that's the whole his whole driving. Love thing. needs to be the driving factor of the movie. Well, isn't it? No. I don't, I wouldn't say it is. You don't, Maybe I need to watch You Don't Mess with the Zohan again, which I really don't yeah, want to do. Yeah, I guess I do, do too. <laughs> yeah, no. What about, unco you know what, what about Uncut Gems? 
Oh no, yeah, no, that one's not a rom com at all. <laughs> I mean, the girl, the love interest from that movie is now getting absolutely smashed by Kanye. Oh, sorry, Ye. No, did you hear that they broke up? Julia Fox and Ye. Yeah. How do you break up with an ass like that, bro? Like, <laughs> because Kanye's an ass, I guess. I don't fucking know. Yeah, true. I mean, any anyone who goes to the Super Bowl with Antonio Brown, I mean, <laughs> that must be fucking weird. Like Roger Goodell next to fucking Russell Wilson. Roger Goodell gets his mm-hmm. bloody like you know theater binocular glasses out and just goes, "Fuck me, it's it's fucking Antonio Brown," and some guy <laughs> in a bloody sausage casing, and Russell Wilson just goes, "Hmm, probably Kanye." <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Yo, I, I don't know if you've been following any of the stuff between um, Kanye and Pete Davidson, but that shit's fucking crazy. I saw a meme that was um, fucking Pete Davidson in high school listening to College Dropout, getting high, and just, go, just like just giggling, just going, yo, one day I'm going to make this motherfucker hate me. Like... <laughs> so accurate but imagine sending kim kardashian someone you're divorcing next month a truckload of flowers whilst pete davison is just going down Mm -hmm. because clearly Mm -hmm. pete davison's got good dick game the man honestly (laughs) the man has to otherwise what the fuck is the appeal how you look like jack skellington for like (laughs) like 95% 95% of the year and and like get that much pussy like I wish and, I was and, Pete Davidson <laughs> someone who is so universally hated but yet so universally liked and now universally yep. respected that is brilliant <laughs> that is absolutely brilliant oh shit I want to buy right, that bro, mother I want to buy that mother a fucking beer my favourite movie is Drinking Buddies as angry nice. as a rom-com this movie made me the first time I watched it. I remember telling you about it. And I was like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't watch this movie. But now yeah, I'm no. thinking maybe you should. I, because I, there, I, 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 I don't I, think I, there's... Yeah. A, a, I don't think there's a smarter movie that sort of showcases how weird love is. That like two people can love mm-hmm. each other and then you meet someone new and just like like the or, like it is one of those movies where the audience knows more than the characters and i hate those movies usually i do not ha- i do not like those movies it's tough for me to sit through i was like just fucking you know open your eyes stop being so stop being so blind but then i'm like i said yeah. i said that to myself stop being so blind i'm like fuck that's the phrase love love is blind you know, mm-hmm. there's a you know Charlie Sheen once said in Two and a Half Men, "Love isn't blind, love is retarded." I mean, same diff. It's like you, you you meet someone and you just think he's better with her, and she's better with him, but yet they go to this like retreat, like in their own couples, and like they actually split off. Like they actually do like do this sort of girlfriend swap kind of thing, not sexually, but like just 
you know, one of them wants to go and hike, like one of the one of the one of the guys wants to go and hike, but the girl, like the girl to the main guy, you know, doesn't like wants to go, but the main the main guy's like, no, I don't want to go. I want to stay here, you know, play poker and make a sandwich and drink beer. Whereas the girlfriend to the guy that wants to go is like, yeah, I'd rather do that than go on a hike. And it's like, it's just so weird. It's like, you know, why not swap? But then it's like, that's, that's not what love is about. That's like, yeah. that's like, that's, that's the, that's, the, that's, that's easy. Love isn't, love isn't easy. It's, and it's not that easy. It's not as easy as just, you know, simple, a, a simple connection that you think you have with someone it you know it's it's time it's effort it's it's just it's just so smart and at the same time it's set in a brewery not on a, not enough drinking based movies have enough drinking in them for me these days and i can't keep watching beer fest when i want to have a couple of drinks but i guess now i can watch palm springs beer fest or drinking buddies but like there's a rewatchability to this movie in term like for those that are sort of are open uh, to sort of wanting to know more about sort of how relate, you know, how relationships are like almost DNA strands, like, you know, they dance around each other, but they never meet. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that's what love is. Love is a, a constant, it's a constant dance. And I, I think that's what drinking, that's what drinking buddies is as well as being, you know, hilarious at times, as well as being, you know, sad at sometimes. You know, there's some moments in the movie that the movie is heartbreaking, like how you can meet someone yeah. who you like immediately fall in love with, and then decide to sort of throw away what you have in 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 chase yeah. of that is like how how some people are so selfish, how some people are so ignorant, how how some people are so blind, but then how some people are so loyal. Like, there's literally every definition of what love could be in drinking buddies in like a less than two hour movie. It's fucking great. God damn. Yeah. Well, man. We did it. We did it. We've reached one of our, the end of the week. One of our longest episodes, I would say. <laughs> then again, we had, we had a lot to talk about in the beginning. Yeah. 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 And yeah. You know, we'll be back yeah. next week. So next week, um, we actually know what we're doing ahead of time. So next week we are diving into the state of the MCU because I feel like there's the state so of the MCU because there's so many things going right, but potentially about to be so many things going wrong. Yep. When you have when we'll you get ha- into that next week. When you when you're when you're showcasing the Illuminati with no one that's actually in the Illuminati in the comic books, then we've got a problem. <laughs> Yep, it's it's definitely definitely gonna be interesting. Yeah. So check that out next week, and uh, don't forget to rate us, comment, get involved, subscribe to us if you aren't. You know, pass us along to your friends, your family, alive and dead. You know, whoever, wherever we can reach them. Even if we have to go into the afterlife, we'll we'll get to them. And uh, yeah, I think that's it from us. And don't forget, crap, I forgot. yeah you know take some of these movies that we've said today go watch them with your loved one or if not grab grab some tissues and watch them by yourself don't forget two two boxes two boxes because you never know one for one for dick 
One for dick tears, one for eye tears. <laughs> All right, take it easy, everyone. Join us on a trip. Uh, I'm sorry. Now we're throwing out the scripts. Ah, uh, we don't charge a penny. I hear the weekend's calling. Now it's time to start. Free ball. <laughs>